Greetings everyone, this is Fred Boy Strang, and welcome to Moment for Mission. I'm so happy you're joining me today. Today on Moment for Mission, we are continuing with our discussion on things that might be detrimental to your or your organization's mission. And the topic is, self-centeredness is detrimental to your mission. Let's take a quick moment first for a Fred Foy fact. My family and I lived in Edinburgh, Scotland while I was studying for my Ph.D., It was an amazing experience to live in such a great historic city. We learned to eat neeps and tatties, haggis, and grew to incorporate afternoon tea into our life routine. Each Friday was Castle Day. Cecily and the boys would meet me at lunch and off we'd go, either by foot or by train or by bus to explore one of the many castles and stately manors dotting the landscape. If you get the chance to travel, I suggest you do it. Mark Twain wrote in Innocence Abroad, and I think these words are particularly poignant in these times. He said, Travel is fatal to prejudice, bigotry, and narrow-mindedness, and many of our people need it sorely on these accounts. Broad, wholesome, Charitable views of men and things cannot be acquired by vegetating in one little corner of the earth all one's lifetime. The overall theme of this Moment for Mission podcast series is stated at the top of the website, www.momentformission.com, and that is inspiration and encouragement to make a difference. In order to even be interested in such an idea, a person has to be thinking beyond themselves. And just by listening in on my ponderings through this podcast, you are taking some action to not only better enhance your own or your organization's mission, but just as important, you are interested in making a difference for the greater good because of your life journey. That being said, I am, and because you are a human being, you are, frail, and at times I become consumed with my favorite subject matter, me. Today I'm thinking about how self-centeredness is detrimental to your mission. Merriam-Webster Dictionary states that selfishness is a concern for one's own welfare or advantage at the expense of or in disregard of others, or an excessive interest in oneself. On the one hand, it is human nature to pay attention to ourselves. Ask my wife Cecily about how grumpy I get when I become hungry. At those times, I can get pretty darn selfish until I get something to eat. Seriously now, as human beings, we all have an innate drive self-preservation. You can read any number of human interest type accounts of people who have overcome overwhelming obstacles to physically persevere in their life and survive. 
That is just built into our collective DNA. You know, the fight or flight. Now, I'm dating myself, but you might remember that old Gloria Gaynor hit from the 70s, I Will Survive. It goes, oh no, not I, I will survive. As long as I know how to love, I know I'll stay alive. I've got all my life to live, and I've got all my love to give, and I'll survive. I will survive. Sounds like she had been through some tough times and was a pretty tough lady. This kind of self-preservation really gets back to primal instincts. So, I don't know how much of that I can change or control. However, there are things I can control, like how much I do, in fact, focus on myself, on my well-being, on my comfort, on my advancement, especially when it comes at the expense of others. Since I've already quoted a song, let me share a country lyric written by Toby Keith. He writes, I want to talk about me. I want to talk about I. I want to talk about number one. Oh, me, oh, my. What I think, what I like, what I know, what I want, what I see. I like talking about you, 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 usually. But occasionally, I want to talk about me. There are, of course, aspects of selfishness that can be good. We have to take care of ourselves, our families. We have to do our jobs and live the life. Dr. John Johnson writes in Psychology Today that there are three types of selfishness. He labels them good, neutral, and bad. He talks about one-sided transactions that solely benefit an individual as being a negative type, whereas he calls good selfishness a two-sided transaction, which benefits both ourselves and other people. And then there's what he calls neutral selfishness, which includes looking after our own well-being in ways that may not directly and substantially involve other people, but certainly don't impinge upon them or their needs and interests. In his blog, Jared Lafitte describes four ways selfishness can ruin your life. Selfishness, he writes, makes you fight more. When we act selfish, we often stir up controversy or disagreements in all sorts of areas. Two, selfishness kills joy. Selfishness often squelches the ability to simply enjoy things because it finds something wrong with everything. Three, selfishness sets unrealistic expectations. Selfishness makes us expect too much of others, and it can make us expect too much of ourselves as well. And four, Selfishness rejects getting better. Selfishness rejects any sort of criticism. It's quick to defend and rationalize issues. In this discussion, I don't want to negate the very important concept of self-care. The terminology of self-care is a fairly new way of reframing the discussion about taking care of oneself so that one can be better enabled to do and be our best selves in the world. This was a much-needed reframing as often those taking time to exercise, meditate, take care of their nutrition, even brush their teeth would be accused of being selfish because they were not using their time and energies in helping others. This is why Dr. Johnson's discussion of neutral selfishness is so important. 
There's a plethora of resources available to guide you in caring for yourself. For our purposes, I simply want to raise the issue because I am observing current global cultural influences steering us toward a more one-sided transaction type of normalcy. This kind of thinking can be detrimental to our or our organization's mission. When I have to be right, when I have to be the boss, be large, be in charge, when I am overly critical because I have to have it my way, when I set unrealistic, even unattainable expectations and bash myself and others on my team when they're not realized, when I am not willing to hear a critique or consider an alternative viewpoint or even discuss a disagreement, then I am stymied and I am bound to remain where I am without progress in my vision and mission. And if I choose to continue in a self-focused one-sided transaction mode, then I will lose partners in my mission, supporters of my mission, and proponents for my mission. As we've noted in recent episodes, life sure gets busy. We are obviously concerned about our work and duties, our family and friends, our goals and our dreams. But can we raise our eyes and look around? Can we take a moment to also be concerned for the good of others and even for our beleaguered planet? The biblical record shows that Jesus reiterates what we now call the golden rule. Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Can you take a moment for mission today? Think about how you consider your own needs and also consider the needs of the world around you. You can make a difference. This is Dr. Fred Foystrang, and I hope you have a great day.